You're listening to Stories Behind the Songs with Chris Blair. For more information, check out chrisblair.com. Hey guys, this is Chris Blair with Stories Behind the Songs, and here is another episode coming to you this week. Uh, We've been having a lot of hit songwriters the last couple weeks, and I love sitting down with them, but I thought this week I would go back to one of my unsigned artists of the month. Um, Somebody that you may never have heard of before, but uh, I started highlighting unsigned artists of the month because uh, I think they have just incredible talent and somebody that you should know, and that is everything about this guy, Jacob Rice. Jacob moved to Nashville during the pandemic and his first write in Nashville, get this, ready? His first write was with Rivers Rutherford. Now, if you're a songwriter in Nashville, you know Rivers. If not, you need to look him up. But let me just tell you, Rivers has written songs for, gosh, Trace Atkins, Gary Allen, Rodney Atkins, Brooks and Dunn, Tracy Bird, uh, Kenny Chesney, Emerson Drive, Josh Grayson, Andy Griggs, Faith Hill, Jamie Johnson, Tommy Keith, Tracy Lawrence, Tim McGraw, Montgomery Gentry, Brad Paisley, Blake Shelton, Clay Walker. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Rivers is the man. We're going to do an episode with Rivers at some point. I love that guy. But yeah, that was uh, Jacob's first right in Nashville, Rivers Rutherford. Pretty amazing. Um, Jacob says his influence is by like acts like Bruno Mars, Old Dominion, Train, Billy Currington. He's going to talk about that in this episode. He's also going to talk about his song, Whatever Floats Your Boat, which is a single that he wrote, uh, or I'm sorry, that he didn't write, uh, but he's gonna talk about the reason that he recorded that. Um, He's also gonna talk about a song that he did write. Uh, He wrote this one for his wife. It's called Forever I Do. Um, Jacob and I also love talking sports and how he's a huge Titans fan. Sorry, I messed that up. He's actually a Patriots fan, but let's not hold that against him. Go Titans. Um, He's also uh, got so much going on. Since we recorded this podcast, he just released his first single called Picture This last Friday on May 5th. And his next single, Hurt People, is scheduled to come out this Friday on May 12th. Uh, He's also got a five-song sophomore EP that's called Open Tabs at Empty Bars that's going to come out May 19th and produced uh, by James Sinclair Scott. This guy is amazing. You need to follow him. JacobRiceMusic.com. Let's get to it. Here is my friend, Jacob Rice. Hey, guys, this is Chris Blair with Chris Blair's Stories Behind the Songs here with Jacob Rice. He was one of our unsigned artists of the month and super excited to be sitting down with you. This is your first podcast. This is my first ever podcast. Man, come on. Let's go. Hey, man. Well, for everybody listening out there, um, you know, this is basically a chance that we like to dig in, get to know the songwriters, get to know the stories behind songs that people might have heard or, um, you know, whatever that you've put out and also just to get you get to know you. So for everybody listening out there, like just kind of give a background of like, you know, where where you came from, how you got to Nashville and started this whole journey of music. Yeah, sure. So I was born in Long Island, New York. Um, I moved when I was two years old to Vermont, which is where I spent most of my life. Uh, moved uh, to Los Angeles, California when I was 18. And then two years ago, uh, which would be 2020, moved to Nashville. So I've been all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that kind of reflects in my music. It just 
kind of try to have a good time and have fun and make people smile. That's awesome. Yeah. So moved to Nashville in 2020. I don't think I even knew that. So you, you moved in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, it was a really interesting, my like beginning Nashville story is kind of crazy. Uh, I was in a group in LA and I, um, met this guy, Chad Cromwell, who's a studio drummer out here in Nashville. Um, does a lot of stuff with Miranda Lambert and, um, um, just a bunch of other people like that. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, so we started like this kind of recording thing together. He wanted to record me as an artist, as a solo artist. Like, let's just go to Nashville, see what happens. So he brought me out here. I wrote with a bunch of people. The first person I ever wrote in Nashville with was Rivers Rutherford, which is oh my gosh. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we just did a whole week of writing, uh, got some cool songs, ended up, um, Chad's good friends with Paul Worley. Uh, who is a producer out yeah. here in Nashville. Yeah, huge. Uh, amazing. They call him the Mad Scientist. Yeah. Uh, we recorded a three-song EP, ended up getting some uh, major label interest in March 2020, had meetings set up first week of April 2020, and it all just fell, you know, all just went to the, uh, I believe God has a plan, so it just, you know, wasn't meant to be at that time. That's right, yep. Uh, so fast forward to October 2020, middle of the pandemic and uh chad was just like if you want to do this country music thing you have to move to nashville yeah and he he's amazing he uh set me up with a place to stay and the whole nine and my wife and i just took the leap and uh that's kind of how i got here and here you are it was the only reason moving in a pandemic you know it was just like Gotta chase the dream. Yep. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's great advice. The same advice was given to me, you know, almost 20 years ago when I moved in town. Um, you know, and it's what I tell everybody that that reaches out that does not live here, that wants to have a career. Like, you, it, Nashville is so much of who you know mm. and networking that, um, yeah, you gotta you gotta live in this town. You know, it's um, it's just it's something special about being here. Yeah, and I think living in so many different parts of the country, especially a place like L.A. and and having family in New York, there is no place like Nashville. I think that's why they call it Music City. There's no music yeah. scene like in the world. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's no music scene like there is here. Yeah, uh, and I'm so grateful. Not to be just here. country either. Like I mean, oh, it's like you know yeah. any genre you could think of. Like we have it. It's, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just love living here. That's yeah, for sure. You you do know that like your story is not. A typical story right like you don't like move to town and write with rivers rutherford yeah no absolutely and, like, <laughs> that's amazing man like yeah it was he's uh, the mecca like that's awesome yeah it was an amazing experience uh what a cool guy and uh we ended up recording the song that we wrote with him yeah uh uh yeah it was it was just a whirlwind and uh it's grateful it brought me here yeah you know? he's just a good dude too like heart of gold like just you know, he's one of those guys that is as as big as he has become. And there's a there's a you know I could list tons of other great writers like that. But I, that's what I love to see is I've I've been here long enough and through the listening room, especially gotten to watch songwriters who had nothing, no mm -hmm. no cuts whatsoever, to now have you know ten plus number one hits. Um, you know, some of them will go their own way and they kind of get too big, in a way. Um, whatever everybody's got their own path right yeah. but it's guys like rivers and you know a handful of other other guys that i just truly admire and love because it doesn't matter how many hit songs that they've written um 
how successful they are or whatever, they they still open their arms to guys that that move to town like you and they see that talent like I did in you and 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 they're just you know open to give their gift and and sit with with whoever and it's just it's truly amazing i was actually yeah i was just thinking about it like now like two years into nashville thinking about like somebody coming from la being like let's write a song it's always hard to like for him to take me in with open arms and to just be like yeah let's write a song and it is amazing yeah yeah um so moving forward so you you know so you've been in town for a couple years um I uh, I remember when I first saw your music, I you know, it was like that's I was like, man, this guy's like he's got you got a cool look, you've got the mustache going on, you <laughs> own it like a rock star. Um, you know, like you just got this this fresh look um combined with great lyric and and great vocals and all of that that um, you know, that's why I was like, hey, this is this is somebody that you know, everybody needs to pay attention to and and watch and it was it was a an honor for me to have you as what I think it was July of yeah, 20, July. 20. I'm honored. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, our, uh, our unsigned artist of the month for July. Um, and then it was right after that, I think in August that you put out whatever floats your boat. Yes. So yeah. Talk about, you know, um, that, that whole story and kind of how that came about. Sure. Yeah. I think this is actually going to be really interesting for people who don't know a lot about Nashville or don't live here. Um, my first like year and a half, I was really just like writing with a bunch of different people, doing a bunch of different kinds of country music, as we know, like there's red dirt country, there's pop country, there's what they call bro country. There's all these different things. Uh, and not really knowing who I was as an artist. And I had a bunch of meetings with different publishers and labels and it was always, are you an artist or are you a songwriter? And to somebody like us, that question is infuriating. It's like, why can't you be both? Um, so kind of just like the true honest story is I had to really take a look and be like, who is Jacob Bryce? Like, who is he? Like, who am I like deep in my heart? Yeah. Um, and I'm just a person who likes to have a lot of fun. So I was like, let me get some crazy shirts. Let me, you know, have like a unique look. Uh, I don't have a mullet, as you can tell. <laughs> uh and, you know, chase the artist thing. Well, you know, that's why I came here. Yeah. I, you know, I love writing songs. It's my absolute passion. Uh, but I think to be an artist, you know, you just have to set yourself apart. And, you know, it's uh, kind of a look into the industry of like, all right, well, if you're going to be an artist, be an artist. And if you're going to be a songwriter, be a songwriter. And there's no reason you can't do both. But to the business, sometimes they get a little confused yeah yeah they do until (laughs) until you're the artist who's also the songwriter and you start getting multiple number ones with other artists (laughs) and it's like oh okay now we see the business side of this thing it works but yeah yeah so um i mean how some of my biggest heroes are songwriters who have made it big i mean bruno mars is one of my biggest influences yeah he wrote a couple number one hits for people before yeah um the guys from old dominion wrote some number ones for other artists yeah uh, we were just we were just talking about that before the show like yeah. you know it's like that's that's what I love about this town it's like um music is subjective I say that all the time but it's like you know that that's what is terrible and great mm-hmm. about this business that we live every day right like you can have one person that hears a song and is like eh I don't like it and then, then the very next week, that same person could hear that very same song and go, 
dude, I love this. This is a hit. He's like, well, that's not what you said last week. But, um, you know, but like, yeah, guys like Old Dominion and Bruno, like, you know, those guys that like had been turned down from from everybody in town um, and especially the guys from OD, like, you know, I, I have had the, the pleasure of knowing those guys for years before they ever got anywhere. And that's what's cool is like, you know, to see see them get turned down, see them write songs that become number one hits for other artists. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, they're blowing up everywhere mm -hmm. for the last several years oh yeah um, i'm sure like seeing them develop their sound and like uh, who they were as a band and all that must have been awesome it, it was it was really cool but the reason the reason i'm bringing up that story kind of playing into what you were talking about is like the grind yeah. right like it's it's like that's what i think a lot of people don't know because they're all they don't know they don't know who jacob rice is until they know who jacob rice is right mm -hmm. They don't know who Carrie Underwood is. They don't know who Old Dominion is. Like, it, it's the the business side of things. Like, when it hits, it hits, and people all over the world get introduced to mu to your music, right? It's the it's the years before that, and the grind, and the writing. You know, five six songs a week, and um, you know the the every no that you get in this town for everything. So, you know, you've only been here a couple of years, but you're, you've been doing this for a long time before you moved to Nashville. So how, how has that been for you? Like, um, you know, any, any kind of, kind of things that you'd had to, had to overcome and just go, you know what, like just another no, let's keep going. This episode is brought to you by Sennheiser microphones. When we first started this podcast, we were using some older microphones and Sennheiser came in and sponsored us and gave us some MK4s and 914s. And I mean, I'm telling you, it's made all of the difference in the world. We love these microphones. We use them at the listening room as well. And I just can't say enough great things about them. Go check out Sennheiser.com. If you are into music in any way, their microphones are hands down the best on the planet. Go check them out, Sennheiser.com. And thank you, Sennheiser, for the support and the sponsorship. We love y'all. Well, um, I tell people the same thing every time, which every time like a young artist comes up to me or somebody who's just moved to town and they're like, you know, hey man, like how do I get my foot in the door? How do I try to like, you know, make make some noise as an artist or a writer and uh, i think this is my camp i say the same thing to everybody you do it because you love it that's why you do it that's why i do it i wake up every day Amen. and i'm like i am blessed beyond words because i get to play music for a living yeah like that's awesome you know uh and if I, that's that's what you gotta lean on because there's so many ups and downs and so it's such a roller coaster that you're gonna get thrown off if you don't just live day to day and just enjoy the ride you know yeah so i love that man i love it so um so what's what's next like what do uh what do you've got in the uh in the hopper burning right now well so i put out my debut ep whatever floats your boat in august and me and my producer james sinclair stott young guy awesome he's going to be a big producer in this town i'm telling you he's so good and undiscovered and yeah rising rising producer um, we are getting back in the studio in February, recording eight songs. I've played a lot of them here. Uh, so a lot of the listening room patrons have gotten an exclusive yeah. uh, preview. Uh, and I'm just really excited to like elevate my sound. Um, like I know who I am as an artist. 
uh, with like releasing this debut. Now it's like lyrically stepping my game up uh, and really trying to do something that nobody else has done, which is just write an idea, as you know, that you're like, how has nobody thought about this yeah. know, uh, in this certain way? And um, so I've just been writing like crazy, writing with a bunch of different writers in town, uh, Carly Shane, Kirsten Rummel, uh, really good friends of mine, Ava Sapelza, and just like trying to find, you know, that one song that yep. we're all looking for, um, yep. you know, and, and uh, I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. So that brings up a question that, uh, you know, I always like to hear. It's kind of interesting, different artists view it different ways, but you're writing with all these people, like, you know, trying to find the next song that you're just talking about. How, how are your feelings on, like, when you release a song, does it need to be something that you've written? No. Or do you, so you're, you're in the, in the kind of the mindset of like, um, if you can write it, great, but, but other songs, like you'll record somebody else's songs. So like, it's really funny. The cornerstone of, of Jacob Rice is a song I didn't even write. I heard my friend Mary Sarah play it at Puckett's and Franklin's called Float Your Boat. It's whatever floats your boat is the song, uh, written by Benji Davis and Aaron Rattier. And Mary uh, I love Sarah. Benji. And when I heard the song, my producer was also playing in the round with me. And when she hit the hook, don't waste your life on things that don't float your boat. We both looked at each other and we're like, we need to record that. That is like, that is me. That's your brand. Yeah, yeah that 100%, is it right yeah. there. Like, just let's have a good time and hang out and, you know, don't worry about the small things. Let everybody, you know, be themselves. Like, freedom yeah. is freedom for a reason. Just, you know, hey, whatever floats your boat, man. I love it. Dude. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So um, what else do you do other than other than music? Like, you know, what's uh, what is Jacob Rice behind the scenes look like? So I am a diehard New England Patriots fan. Um, <clears throat> <obviously>. <clears throat> Sorry, got something <laughs> caught in my throat all of a sudden. Born in 1995. <laughs> so, you know, my whole life was Tom Brady. Uh, growing up, which is, it's like growing up with Michael Jordan. Just for all you listeners out there, I'm like clearing my throat and laughing because we've had multiple conversations about this, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. No, no. Hey, listen, no hard feelings. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a big Patriots fan. Um, I just love going out and seeing people perform. Um, I'm known as the friendly stranger. I will go up to anybody and talk yeah. to them and start a conversation. Uh, you know, I, really music consumes so much of my life. Uh, my wife is, uh, pretty much my manager at this point. I don't have a manager, so she does everything with me. Um, we travel together. We we just do as much as we can. Uh, making content, you know, never stops. Yep. So, uh, but it's the name of the game these days. We're huge Amazing Race fans. We've watched every really? season of The Amazing Race. Yeah. We actually, she really wants me to sign up. Like, uh, Francesca's like, come on, we can do it. And I'm like, I'm deathly afraid of heights. There's no way <laughs> I'm going on national TV and, uh, not jumping off something with a bungee cord, you know? That'd be so fun, though. It would be awesome. It would be. A, it, There's you, been a bunch you of should do it. artists that have been on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should. You should totally do it. Yeah. Hey. You know, it, you there's only know. one way to get over that fear. Yeah. But just, we, just get pushed. <laughs> I abandoned my wife on a mountain in Mexico. Did you really? Because I was so afraid of. Oh my gosh. Well, we were ziplining. This is the most embarrassing story in my life. Now we're truly getting to the stories yeah. behind the yeah. Jacob Rice. Yes. I had a lot of tequila that day at the <laughs> resort. So we went to the uh, concierge and they were like, oh, we have zip lining. So I was texting my dad. I was like, you've been zip lining Costa Rica. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're above the tree line. It's really fun. It's nothing crazy. And I was like, okay, I could probably do that. So we take a boat and then take a truck up this mountain. And 
we're riding donkeys up the mountain, by the way. So, you know, it's like the yeah. real deal. We get up there. I'm like, hey, senor, you know, how high is this first zip line? Because we're like, I'm starting to see like a lot, you know, <laughs> temperatures changing. Uh, he's like, oh, senor, it's 200 meters. I was like, 200 meters? Like, that's like, I could be wrong about this, so forgive me. But I'm, it's like 500 feet or 600 feet, which is like halfway up the Empire State Building. <laughs> So I get up there and I look and it's between two mountains and it's a valley like like just like this unbelievable my heart sank like I was like I, there's no way I can do this <laughs> and I abandoned my wife so she did it she did oh yeah she is no yeah. fear yeah. she grew up with a marine father who is just like yep. the best love the guy and uh, she did it no problem I took my donkey back down <laughs> now it's just me and one of the guides and I'm doing the donkey ride of shame back down the mountain and then i start thinking we're in puerto vallarta mexico which is one of our favorite places in the world uh it's a tropical rainforest like hey you got a lot of big cats here right oh yeah we got pumas jaguars cougars and i'm like me and one other person riding donkeys <laughs> through yeah. the middle of the forest. you're just all up in your head at i this was just point. all up in my head i was like oh my gosh so that is yeah I guess that's a little bit more about me, but that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, man, I, I live for stuff like that. I took Brittany, my wife, I took her skydiving on like one of our first few dates. Wow. Yeah. Our very first date I asked her, I was like, Hey, what's one thing that you've always wanted to do that you've never done and no hesitation. She was like skydiving. And I had been once before and I think you know this about me. I'm a pilot, so like I didn't heights, know that about you. Yeah, I've been flying planes since 2009. No way. Um, so heights doesn't scare me. Like I, I love it, love adrenaline. Um, but I like I heard I was like, oh, that's cool, and I just kind of like put it away. And like third, fourth date, I picked her up. Didn't even tell her what we were doing. It was like, hey, just dress like this. We were, and we drove out to like Tullahoma. And jumped out of a plane. Was it one of those like tandem things where she was strapped in? Yeah, See, yeah. I feel she, like if you had no choice, maybe I could do it. Yeah, but like because at that point they're gonna push you out of the plane. Yeah, you, yeah, you're you're going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Brit Skin Beauty, located in the beautiful Indulgence Medi Spa in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Brittany is the go-to esthetician for facials, dermaplaning, microdermabrasion, waxing, lashes, and any skincare products and consultations. So many people in the music industry use her frequently, and her work speaks for itself. To schedule your next consultation or make an appointment, visit BritSkinBeauty.com or send an email to BritSkinBeauty at gmail.com. Well, the other thing that's funny about the Amazing Race thing is that my wife is a very picky eater. And they do do some eating in the show, like different crazy stuff. And so I just feel like... We'd have to avoid those challenges very strategically. If yeah. we did, I feel very confident we could do well. She can do the adrenaline stuff. Yeah. You just eat whatever gets in front of you, and <laughs> yeah. you guys are good. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. You know, like I said, there's been a bunch of Nashville writers that have been on The Amazing Race. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny and kind of cool and, and different. Uh, well, when we put this out, we'll tag them and say, hey, like, yeah. send an application. Yeah. 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 Um, so going back into the music um and this is a great segue talking about your wife and like uh we when we had you in to um to do the recording the acoustic recording um that we put out um for the unsigned artist of the yep, month yep. 
um, that was a song that you wrote about your wife. Yeah. So um, you had put it out previously as a full band, mm-hmm. um, and then now we get to put it out, you know, the, the acoustic uh, kind of live version of it. Um, but let's talk about that as we kind of wrap it up and, um, you know, how that song came about and, and all of that. Yeah, I mean, my wife is my best friend, my yeah. soulmate, like 100% just head over heels in love with her. And uh, we've been like that forever. We've been together for seven years, married for two. Uh, and it's just like an homage to the day that I proposed to her, which was another like funny story. It was in Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Uh, and I, I totally- see a trend here. Yeah, we've been there five times. Yeah. <laughs> I choked major. Like I got down on one knee and I was like, oh, look how beautiful the sunset is. And when she turned around, we we're on the beach, you know, waves coming in. She turned around and I didn't know what to say. I just totally choked, which is, <laughs> of course, like, you know, front man for a band, you know, like do all these performances. And uh, she was like, is this, is this real? Is this a joke? Is this real? Like she didn't, I didn't say anything for like a minute. Uh, and eventually I was just like, will you marry me? And uh, that's where the line comes. Like I'm out here with my knee in the sand. Yeah. Because it's, you know. It just, I just knew, uh, knew that I was going to marry her. I mean, it was just one of those stories where it's like, we're just meant for each other, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Man, I love that. It's such a great song. It's got, you know, great soul to it. Just the, the whole vibe is like, again, going back to like the brand of you. It's like, I, I love that song because of the story and what it means to you. And you can all, you can, you can feel the emotion when you're singing it, mm. but it's, it's a love song that's got movement, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's not like this slow ballad. It's like, let's, it's, it's, it's a it's celebration. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just great. Yeah. Well, I have four major artists that uh, I really look up to. One's Old Dominion, which we talked about earlier. Bruno Mars. Train, yeah. who does a lot of work in Nashville. Yep. Um, and my fourth is Billy Carrington who I feel like is one of the most underrated country artists of all time. Yeah, he's so good. Fantastic. So much soul. Yeah. And that's kind of like with uh, Pat Monahan from Train and Billy Currington. They bring so much soul to their music. So when you're doing a song with simple lyrics, you have to bring something. You know, it's like if you don't bring that energy or some interesting melodies or like a vibe, then you just have a basic song with basic lyrics, which is kind of what Forever I Do is. Yeah. Like in a nutshell. You know, if you look at it on paper compared to a real songwriter song, you'd be like, okay, this is just kind of like what it is on paper. But it's it's more about the sound and the performance. Um, so yeah, those are that's a I've seen Train four times live. Mm. Big influence. Have you seen the other ones, Bruno and I've Old seen Dominion. Bruno. I was actually a fan of Bruno Mars before he dropped his first EP. Wow. Yeah, huge fan since day one. Um, back you know back when he was doing like bubblegum pop stuff yeah just trying to come up and i used to watch his vlogs on youtube and then i remember the day he dropped um his first major label single uh um uh, you know just the way you are and uh, i was like okay this is a lot different than like what he was doing before he's a little more edgy in yeah. some ways but uh and then i saw him on his second uh world tour which was just that dude is the greatest singer. On he is so good. I saw him in Vegas um, a few months ago, and uh, gosh, I mean, yeah, just the vocal range is yeah. just unreal. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, to me, he is the king of pop. Yeah, you know, Michael Jackson is amazing and always like it. Just 
to me, Bruno, he never missed. You know, so yeah, Silk Sonic. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I actually saw in Vegas was Silk Sonic. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just to see their whole performance together and like both of them jumping on the drums and playing multiple instruments and just the, I mean, just the choreography. It was just, yeah. And I think you know, bringing it back to Nashville, what I've always tried, like my first year and a half here was, there are so many kinds of country music and like instead of like trying to fit in, I was like, I just need to find me. Like, where do I fit? I grew up in Vermont, which is very country. You know, my hometown is 2000 people. Uh, I did all the stereotypical country things growing up. I went to a little brick church, you know, where there was a goat <laughs> farm next door and the whole thing. Uh, but it was like finding my tribe, which is a very popular term here, you know, and like just going all in on that and like, being yourself yeah so. i love it well keep being yourself um you know we're huge fans at the listening room and you know i'm i'm behind you 100 percent. i just can't wait to uh you know sit on the sidelines and and watch you continue to grow and um yeah for everybody out there watching uh or listening you know make sure that you go download his music um you know go to apple music or itunes or wherever you buy music please and buy it um, you know, obviously stream it on Spotify as well and all of that, but, you know, support, uh, support the artist, um, let, uh, let all the listeners know, like all the socials, um, that, uh, they can go follow you on right now. Yeah. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook is Jacob underscore rice music. Um, you can go to jacobricemusic.com, sign up for my mailing list. Uh, really helps a lot. Send me a message. Just like, you know, listen to my music. Tell me what you like. Uh, all that stuff. I just love connecting with people. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. Jacob, love you, brother. Thanks yeah, for, thanks for being on. This is Jacob Rice with Chris Blair's stories behind the songs. Thanks for listening. This has been an episode of stories behind the songs with Chris Blair. For more information after the show, head over to chrisblair.com. That's where you can find information on these episodes, trailer notes, video links, all kinds of great stuff. Also, make sure to leave us a great rating on iTunes. Like and follow us on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. I really hope that you think this show is awesome and we really appreciate the love and support. I promise to keep gathering great content and continuing to sit down with more amazing songwriters and artists as we grow. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for the support. We'll see you next time.